Jesse. What you been up to this week? Uh, you know, just work, work. But I got, I was able to get a little break this weekend, and I was able to get out of town, and just came back from Colorado. It was really nice, very, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Did you get into the medicinal stuff? I don't kiss and tell, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. <Yeah. laughs> Okay, noted, noted. <laughs> what about you? How was your weekend? It was good. I'm trying to, because I'm like on a new schedule, I sometimes forget like what days are the weekends. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Because I work, I work Sundays sometimes and then I'm off Wednesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, what, what day is today? <laughs> like today is today. today and I is am today. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so I don't really exactly remember what I did Saturday, but I worked Sunday. Hmm. Yeah. But um, on Tuesday, I'm starting to do on my own personal um, Instagram page, at Joy. Um I'm starting to do like Tuesday meditation, not meditation, like Tuesday affirmations. No, Affirmation Tuesdays is what I'm calling it. I saw that, and I loved it. Thank you. I felt really, like, shy about it. I don't know if you noticed. I was, like, a little awkward. But I think it's something that I'm going to, like, consistently do so I can get, like, my confidence up. Like I told Veronica, Mm -hmm. our therapist, um, today, uh, I'm like, that's one of my goals. I need to start doing that because that is something that I am slowly working with her. But I'm still very shy in front of the camera. So... Girl, when I'm we really did proud of that. when we I'm did the real, you were like in your zone last I mean, week. I what may or mean? may not have like a few trillies <laughs> before that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm really excited that we are getting our fans and our followers in our Instagram, which is really exciting. Yeah, uh, we had our first. Q&A. Yes, girl, our little chisme time. Which is really exciting. Um, we we had two questions that were brought up into our, um, on our story, right? Yeah, because um, I posted this thing where it's like, give us some chisme, guys. What questions do you have for us that we can answer? Um, and you'll get like a shout out. So let me look for them. Okay, so... Blanca Ruby. Shout out to Blanca. Hey, girl. Okay, so she asked, what were the challenges of moving away from home to go to college or further your career? Whew. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. And I can relate so much, but I know that you can relate so much as well. Um, Yeah. I mean, first of all, like, I love the valley. I love going home. I love the food. I love my mama. I just, you know, I whenever I left for college, I was determined to just leave. Like, I just didn't want to be there. It was, uh, I think it more had to do with, like, trying to escape situations rather than, like, face them. So mm-hmm. I think I used that as an opportunity to be like, bye, bitches. Um, and so I left. But for me, it was fairly easy um I think in our like community and stuff we really a lot of pressure is put on women on on, you know females um 
and I felt like not necessarily trapped but I, I felt like if I stayed I would have a lot more like responsibilities that I didn't want to carry and if I left I was ridding myself of those responsibilities but instead I gained more you know some other responsibilities like different ones that weren't going to be put on me it was it was ones that I chose for myself mm -hmm. so there's that but also like some of the challenges is like you don't get you don't get your mom every day or your parents every day mm -hmm. you don't get to see your siblings I missed out a lot on my little brother's life um coming over here like my little brother was what like three years old when I moved over here um and now he's about about to be 15 in December so I missed like a good chunk of his life and I would only go like several times a year because that's what I was able to do um so I I think I missed out on a lot of his life and that I do regret um but now I'm getting to know him at a different extent but I think it was a good thing that it was like that because yes in college was a hot mess <laughs> I feel like anyone in college is a hot mess um, but it's a learning experience, right? And I can relate so much. I mean, I wasn't as far as you were. I'm from Austin, so San Marcos was literally like a 45-minute drive. But I didn't drive at that time. So it was mostly like depending a lot of like my parents picking me up, dropping me off. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a hassle and everything. But I definitely did learn a lot about responsibility. Mm -hmm. I mean... Being the oldest out of three is already, like, a lot. Because, cuida tu hermano, cuida tu hermana. Like, you know, yeah. all of these things. And being outside of home also taught me to just leave a little bit. And, like, yeah. like kind of, like, in a way of, like, okay, I can do things on my own without depending on, like, my mom or my dad. But yeah. also it, like, showed me and taught me to grow up like get that independence mm -hmm. yeah i i can definitely, definitely i can vouch for that too that it's like forced independence but also like you can also kind of make your mistakes without your parents like in front of your parents i feel exactly. like <laughs> yeah which is i think a good thing yeah definitely and i am i can say that there were so many great things that happened mm -hmm. in my college experience but also some really unexpected ones but i definitely do agree on the being away from your family i do regret like you know spending like away birthdays and stuff like mm -hmm. that uh even though i was only 45 minutes but like the barrier of not me driving was very hard so yeah but yeah it was it was a challenge but it was a lot yeah. of rewarding in the in between yes i agree it's like um you you i think you developed just a lot of growth from being away from home and being away from comfort I will always vouch for people streaming away from comfort mm -hmm. because that's when that's when kind of like growth happens. And I, I, you know, I definitely put myself in weird situations, but also I grew a lot from those weird situations um, yeah. and I've had a lot of lessons learned. But yeah, I, I think, also think I also think that another one is like in the Latino community, it's very hard to see your like as a parent, like to see your kids grow up and uh, move out yeah it's very like i know no te vayas like mm -hmm. stay home because that was for me like i remember my mom telling me 
why do you have to go to San Marcos when there's so many universities here in Austin or and you can go to ACC with which, it only being 45 minutes with, away <laughs> with it only being 45 minutes away and it was just very hard for her to like see me fly <laughs> as a butterfly mm-hmm. like you know and it's and it, I feel like it was a good thing I remember her telling me I'm glad that you went to school because not only did I learn um to see you grow but I also learned to like also not so put so much pressure on you for mm-hmm. your old, the younger siblings which right. was really yeah 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 but okay thank you Blanca yeah. such a great question that was a great question Blanquita um the next one is from Ayo Chewy Hey yo, um, Chewy. Hey yo. Um, he asked, "How can individuals maintain their sense of self while being part of a committed partnership?" Ooh, that's a good one, bro. That's a very good one. Yeah. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. I, I would say. I'm still trying to get my thoughts together. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about this earlier, and. I've had a lot of conversations about like my relationship with Kurt with my therapist but I think because I'm like a notorious like codependent <laughs> I tend to be very codependent um, but I think the best way to maintain your sense of self is doing things that you like to do by yourself or with other people mm-hmm. outside of that relationship I think like having hobbies and having interests outside of your relationship are like super important because if I had Kurt tied to my hip all day like I love him I I would except when we go potty um (laughs) but like we would have nothing to talk about either that or I would get really annoyed and be like we need to like not Mm -hmm. we need I need to go shower Mm -hmm. right so um I think like having those different activities to do and then coming back and talking about them is really good like probably after we record today i'll probably be like babe did you hear was it good what do you think you know (laughs) like we're gonna have something to talk about because like we're not doing everything together i do agree with that i mean obviously i feel i've been in a relationship for two years but i feel like that's one of the things that i started to slowly learn in my relationship where it was like I wanted to do everything together, but then I, because I was like I have a boyfriend, I want to do everything together, but then he didn't like the things that I like, so then I was like, okay, I mean I should learn to do them by myself, and he should do things by himself. And mm-hmm. then like you said, like we will get together, we will talk about it, and it's nice to hear how excited he is for playing video games or watching Dragon Ball Z, which I don't get anything about it, but <laughs> uh, which. It's really nice, you know, to see to see something that interests him and then something that makes, like, mm-hmm. excites me, too. Like, yeah, uh, we're very different, but yet again, we do like some things together that it's nice to have those mutual things together, but those things yeah. apart. So, Chewy, I feel like it's something about still stick to your true self. Do some things to yourself. Yeah, and get your hobbies, bro. Get you some hobbies. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And thank you for your questions and keep them coming. We will love to hear your questions. Yeah. And your experiences or whatever, your chismes, yeah. anything. Oh, and another note too is like, we don't know how toxica your toxica is, if she is a mm. toxica. So like encouraging also your your partner to like do other things. 
That's like go it. hang out with the girls or like explain to them like I'm feeling like I'm getting lost in this. I want to remain my own person and having, you know, those hard conversations is always something that I will um, back. back that up. is definitely true because not everyone is the same. Like, for example, like if you're dating someone who is controlling. Not, yeah. And which, doesn't think the same as which to be honest in the Latino community, like being a toxica or a toxico is like a huge thing like it's mm -hmm. like it sometimes like people joke about it but for the most part yeah let's we, be we a little toxic in our <laughs> culture <laughs> we are but definitely talk about it with your partner mm -hmm. um come with an agreement that you both agree on and something that will be beneficial for both of you in a way of like, hey, on Fridays, I'll go with my friends. And Saturdays it's, is for boo yeah. or something like something that. Something like that where we have a day night once or twice a week, but then I have bro night and girls night twice a week. I don't know. And then also make sure that you also have some time for yourself. Yeah. Having like Sunday me time or Monday me time, whatever it is. Or get a therapist too. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that whatever yeah. works for you definitely will be your answer yeah but thank you for your questions guys do you have anything else to add no i think that if you guys want more of that or have any feedback on the way that we responded to your questions hit us up <laughs> do not be shy definitely uh i feel like giving giving us your feedback on what you like what you didn't like what you want to hear more of um if this is a topic that definitely interests you we can definitely have a full episode about it where we can oh, yeah. go more we probably will more into it point. and talk more about not only your experience about going to college but also your your relationship and being your still self and everything so mm -hmm. yeah so anything else to add i think that's it okay well Next thing, we have our guest for today. Yes, our guest is a good friend of mine and a good auntie of my puppies. And a good um, future friend of mine, hopefully. Yes, girl, <laughs> I have been wanting you and Shelly to meet for the longest time. Like, every time... I don't know if it's every time that I see Shelly, but I'm like, you would love Edith if you met her. And I think I've told you several times, like, you would love Shelly if you met her. I think the engagement was the first, the engagement part. And I didn't even introduce you guys either. <laughs> I was awkward. My boyfriend was like, she doesn't even know you. Like, it doesn't matter. I still want to meet her. Can I talk? <laughs> yeah, you can talk. So, so wait, 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 wait. So this is Shelly. Shelly works as a coordinator for students that want to go abroad i'm like girl i'm a director she is no. a director okay Correction. okay boss daddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i work with uh, a company that provides travel opportunities where they can like earn academic credit essentially um for college students mostly that's awesome yeah but I work with the alumni. So after they finish their program, um, a lot of what we do is hire them to be ambassadors, but help them like unpack their um, stories, really understand like what they just learned and like the changes that they just um, mm -hmm. overcame and apply that to their career or their personal lives. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. I used to be on the, on the like sales side, so I used to work and um, travel to the Midwest a lot and promote our programs. And that was also really interesting and like 
Yeah. So this is like a like a someone that or people contract or universities contract you to come work for them to kind of promote this. So we are essentially a middle person between okay. U.S. universities and universities abroad, and we provide kind of all the logistics, like housing, um, health and safety, um, kind of that risk management mm-hmm. for students and the university. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so we partner with U.S. universities and enroll students abroad. I know I'm like the dog. I'm, a, I'm like the person in the corner at parties with like the dog. And the yeah. <laughs> so I know you guys can't see this, but right now my dog Bonita is like sitting right in front of her and Shelly's petting her <laughs> as she's talking into the microphone. And anytime that Shelly removes her arms, Bonita will come in and like nose her. <laughs> like, where are you going? Why are you stopping? Yeah. That's awesome, Shelly. Yeah. It is awesome. Where were you when I was in college? I wanted to do the whole whole study abroad. You were looking into it, no? Yeah, I went to Texas State and I was looking into going to London for to do my English. Yeah, so like I know Texas State has a lot of faculty programs like the faculty, they will take students abroad and our company also helps them organize all of that stuff. Um, But I basically enrolled through the provider I went um, that I work with now and I studied abroad a semester in Paris. Oh, yeah, I know. Nice. But it was really all because of financial aid that I was able to, like, really do it. Yeah. How was it? Most for it? It was so – I loved it so much. I feel like I um, – last October, a year ago, I was in a wedding for a friend that I met while I was studying abroad. And, like, it's I still, oh like – and when I traveled to the Midwest a lot, I would always stay with her and, like, catch up. Yeah. Or, like, another friend that lived in Detroit and always hang out with her. Yeah. And it was always interesting because in my French classes, it was also international students because it was more um, of a – I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, local people, kind of like Emily in Paris. Oh, you know, uh-huh. where she takes the classes and they're, like, locals, but yeah. they're just trying to better the French. So it's kind of like that. And so there was, like, Colombian women, this woman that lived from awesome. Peru, this, like, lady from Korea who's, like, a nanny, some yeah. Swedish people. And so it was interesting getting to, like, know other people that weren't just American students studying yeah. abroad, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you know if there's, like, any, like, scholarships? And this is not the purpose of why we brought Shelly on to the podcast. We will get into the main <laughs> topic right now. But <laughs> do you... Um, do you know if there's any like scholarship for like first gen students that want to go abroad or like any Latino students? Yeah. So there, I mean, a lot of like our company has a diversity scholarship, of course, and that's one of the like eligibility um, criteria. But there's a lot of outside scholarships or even universities like Texas State had a scholarship um, that I applied for. I'm sure now there's also like way more. And then there's even like, random college scholarships that don't have requirements of how you can use it so you could use it for like textbooks you could probably apply it for studying abroad so that's kind of like there's a lot of opportunities to help fund your program and Uh I think that's a common misconception but like University of Illinois Chicago they have a first gen scholarship actually um, that they just created within the last couple years so is there someone, uh, an email or anything that people can reach out to you so they can ask you any questions? Yeah, you can email me um, to my work email, and I'll connect you with links or resources. So it's slfaro at worldstrides.org. 
perfect well then you guys heard it i mean reach out to shelly if you have guys have any questions especially for those first gens that are like a little bit clueless don't have any answers or anything like that just, or even people to ask or even just in general like yeah. if yeah. you know someone that you know that is gonna be interested for this just send them that information i feel like it's always great to have someone in the inside which yeah. is shelly yeah. well actually send them this episode <laughs> and have honest. them listen to the episode so they get the resource so do to that instead you're right okay <laughs> So, Shelly, I have a big question for you. Are you a Llorona or a Chingona? Um, I think the first time you asked me this, I was like, oh, I, I cry and I, and I, I'm, I'm both. <laughs> so, Llorona and Chingona. But mostly nice. these days, like, Llorona. <laughs> I cry at everything. I used to, like, never, you know the Tom Holland, there's, like, a video of him talking, like, oh, I never cry. But now I cry at least like once a day. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I it can be like a dog. It could be, I don't know. I'm listening to Adele, and I just you get in your feels. But yeah. I feel like Adele just gets. I you, mean, even who if you're doesn't? Not a who, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so tell us. You already told us why you're a Yorona. So why do you think you're a Chingona? Uh, well, like I said, I'm a director. Hey! hey. You know, I, I hate being a corporate uh, Betty, but, like, I guess I'm, like, unfortunately a corporate, like, boss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I hate, like... We don't work shame here. <laughs> no, it's because, like, I hate being the man, you know? Like, today I have to give, <laughs> I like, <laughs> the man. I'm the man. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we heard her earlier. She is. <laughs> she is the man. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I it just, it's like, it's interesting just having that much power or just like, yes, oh, girl. I have to like give these people raises or budget and it's like, oh man, I'm affecting people's lives. So I don't know. I get very internal and that's when I start you're not, like crying. Oh. Uh, yeah. I think you're very empathetic, well, which is yeah. different. I feel like, no, I would say because, you know, Yessi is very zen and spiritual now. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, mean. um. <laughs> I love it. She's very um. She's very um. <laughs> um. I think you struggle with your mask being a little on the masculine side, you know, because like it's the yin and the yang, yeah. the masculine and feminine. And we all carry it. Even men carry the feminine. Mm -hmm. um, but I wonder, you know, maybe you're struggling with your masculine side and you're like, your feminine is taking over. Yeah. But like, bitch, be the boss. Be the boss you can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Embrace it. So, but yeah, like, at least like my career-wise, I feel very confident in like who I am, what I'm doing. Maybe not always, but like for the most part, like I feel like, I have a good head on my shoulders and doing it and like with life too I feel like I'm at a point where I don't feel like I'm struggling or need to call my parents for help or yeah. you know maybe I do call my dad for like how do I change like does this light bulb work in this picture <laughs> but that's like a different story right. you know but like yeah. for the most part I feel like I have life figured out for the most part yeah good for you girl good for you Sort of. You're my there's an asterisk. There's an asterisk. You're my inspiration right now because. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she's. Sorry, Yessie, but I think she's my new best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. 
Diana, Callie, did you hear I this? Mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I just met her today, guys, and I feel like I connect with her in so many ways. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to talk Next. after this, okay? We're going to talk after this, I'm okay? I'm just kidding. I mean, you'll be a great friend along yeah. the way. Yeah, she is. She's great. Anyways. Um, yes, you got a little bit. <laughs> so... Um, where is your family from? So both of my parents are from Mexico City. Uh, I was born here in Houston. Mm-hmm. And half of my family, and my all my dad's side, live here in Texas or in Massachusetts. And then on my mom's side, they all live in Mexico City yeah. or other parts of Mexico at this point. Mm-hmm. So for the holidays, I usually go and visit my family in Mexico um, and sometimes we like stay here, kind of like balance it, maybe do like a summer in Mexico, but at least I try to go visit my family down there at mm-hmm. least once a year, especially now because all my cousins, they're at the age of like having kids. So it's like, I really want to see their kids oh, and yeah. meet them and all that. So, yeah. um, but yeah, all my family here in the States live in Houston mostly, like all my cousins. Yeah. So your parents came to the States when you were before you were born yeah and then they had you yes yeah so my parents my grandma owned a flower shop uh-huh. and my dad met my mom because he would buy flowers for his novias and one time <laughs> my grandma like couldn't she had to go deliver some flowers or something and he, and so my mom went with my dad and i think that's kind of like how they met and like bonded because mm-hmm. they had like alone time and blah 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 so they started dating a little bit but my dad i think moved to the states like in the eight like late 80s soon after that but they stayed in touch like writing letters i one time found one and it's like the Aww. whole entire page just said like i love you i love you i was like oh, he got back from work i was like Ooh. He's like, where did you find that <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny but um that's so cute. yeah but that's then so he like told her i'm gonna come back and marry you and so they got married and then came she like moved here soon after mm-hmm. um and they lived in Columbus, in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, for, like, f- many years. And then they moved to Houston, and my dad, like, found work there. Yeah. And some of his brothers went and moved and, like, lived with them for a while. And then they stayed in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. So they were married, and I guess they were married for seven years and then um, had me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So Which they makes like, sense, because they didn't really date. So yeah. they, like, that waited to have me. And I'm the only child. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. It's like a, a story out of a telenovela. I know. You're living yeah. at, Well, so your parents like, live at telenovela. Yeah. It's like a joke because, like, we went to, um, where did we go? Like, San Miguel de Allende. My dad's like, oh, una vez tuve una novia. Y, like, she looked like that. And it's like a joke. Like, we're like, sure, you had a girlfriend that looked like that or something, <laughs> you know? But it's like, the joke is that he always had, like, all these novias because yeah. That's we knew he was, like, a player yeah yeah that's that's really interesting because your mom i guess knew of all the ones that he would buy flowers for yeah so that wouldn't work on her i guess yeah <laughs> your mom was like el ganado. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> i think that's where i get it from you know no i don't know speaking of <laughs> speaking of ganado speaking of ganado yeah. brings us to the topic of the day is um interracial couples so like dating outside of your race Mm -hmm. which 
I, for one, never thought I would, but now I'm going to get married with that person. What? A.K.A. Kurt. What? Kurt. Love you, baby. <laughs> um, and you are dating someone out of your race, too. Yes. Which is funny, because when you invited me and, like, asked me to be part of this podcast and also, like, talk about this, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Like, I, I don't think I, like, processed I've done a lot of like reflection of like oh wow that's interesting like I guess yeah yeah but yeah I am dating this man um for almost a year now um he is uh East African Tanzanian Canadian but basically he's like Tanzanian Indian Mm -hmm. um to make it easier for people I don't know yeah uh like even his like background is very like Diverse. Colonialism, you know what I mean? Oh. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <Diverse>. <laughs> um, but yes. And he's also Muslim, which is very different than obviously Catholicism, which mm-hmm. my family is very much Catholic. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how did you guys end up meeting? Um, well, uh, some friends had a birthday party and I met him at the after after party. And I, I think at uh, this, w- wait, at the after after party, <laughs> I was yeah. about to ask that. I was like, wait, what kind of party was this? So it was a boat party. Um, and then people went out to bars mm-hmm. and then I think him and a few other friends, cause they had just like reunited. Like mm-hmm. he, um, just met my friend Anna at a wedding so she had invited them out to this party Mm -hmm. so they went to a different bar I went to a different bar with other friends and then after we went to somebody's apartment for the after after party I see and honestly I don't remember a lot (laughs) um for reasons I won't explain Uh, (laughs) um, he kind of did the math but yeah (laughs) the math is mathing for sure um but I swear I think I was talking to him about my friend's dog for, like, 20 minutes. And I, I like, vaguely remember, pl- like, pulling my phone, like, pulling my phone out and be like, oh, yeah, so this is me and King. And we look at us. Like, he loves me. I, I love this dog. And he's like, I need to date this girl. Yeah. And now I know him well enough to know that he loves dogs. So it's like, to him, that's probably like, oh, wow. Okay. Yes. And so he asked me on a date there because he nice. was leaving with some friends. And he was like, oh, you know, is it okay if I take you out on a date later? And I'm not, like, in the right mindset, but I still was like, oh, that's so cute. I was like, okay. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, that's how we met. That's awesome. I didn't know the story, but that's really cute. I didn't know that either, but that's really cute. I I mean, meeting someone at the after-after party is, like, already a great story. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would ever make it to an after-after party. Girl, I even, I barely make it through the party. <laughs> like, <laughs> like m- midway through, I will Irish goodbye and just be like, babe, I'm going to the car. I'll wait for you there. And he has to, like, spend 10 minutes, like, saying goodbye to everyone. And I'm like, peace. <laughs> I think it's also the how the pregame goes, too. So maybe Shelly didn't pregame yeah. enough that day. But, so the next question. I mean, knowing Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just met her, so I don't know. <laughs> No comment. (laughs) (laughs) But the next question that we have for you is, what has been different in dating outside of your race? Um, 
So before OliCon, I dated a someone. Well, one I actually went on my first Hinge date, like literally a few months before, and it. Well, I'll get to that. Um, spoiler. But no, I dated this guy for a year, and he's also Mexican and from Houston. I went to college with him. I knew him for a long time. And so I thought, like, he was, like, oh, okay, I found it. Like, we figured it out. Like, you know, that romanticized idea of, like, what I wanted. I was like, mm-hmm. this is perfect. He speaks Spanish. Like, I did it. Like, we're done kind of thing. But I realized there was a lot of unresolved trauma that he needed to get like through and like even for me and just like figuring out stuff and it's like that's not gonna work out and I like chose to kind of leave that and then I'm like great I'm done then I went on like a year well the pandemic was like happening so a couple years later I went on a first first hinge date and I was like okay I'm gonna put myself back out there I think I'm ready to date again Mm -hmm. um and I went out with this other Mexican and it was interesting because I was like oh wow okay, I didn't think I could, like, meet somebody else that's also Mexican and also vibe. And I was like, this is perfect. He's great. Like, I really enjoy it. We really love music and, like, concerts. But then I realized, like, he just wasn't available. That wasn't going to work out. So I was like, okay, bye. Like, emotionally available? Or, like? um, Physically. And I think, like, uh-huh. he had a lot of, like, work at the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just, and, like, yeah. he had, like, family, like, um, like, his grandma passed away or something. So I was like, was too much and I was like okay respect no okay no big deal um but yeah so I wasn't really like I think after that I was a little like oh I don't know if I'm ready maybe I dipped too hard of my toe into the water but I don't even know if that's a saying um but then yeah then I found Olicon and it kind of I think well yes you know I still was like because we talked in December and that was like three months after meeting him and I was very uh-huh. hesitant I was like I don't know if this is gonna work out or I'm like I'm feeling it. Oh, I feel you. You were you were like, just try. Like you never know. Like you'll be surprised. And I never actually thought about him being Indian or anything like that. Like that never was an like an issue or like Mm -hmm. part of my decision. It was. I think I felt so safe that I was running away from it because like responses of like (laughs) uh, what we do. Oh my gosh! um, Yes, I. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go. We'll talk. Go. But go. no, and then now it's like, here we are like a year later, and uh-huh. I just met his family. So, um, yeah, it's been going well. I, I never – I'm open to, like, anybody. It just happened to be, like, the last two people were Mexican. But, like, it's funny because my family knew growing up I was always, like, into white guys. Mm-hmm. But I think half of that is also just internalized stuff that I didn't know. And then – after I graduated college, I'm like, oh, you know what? That's not my not my vibe. And I dated people of very different races. Mm-hmm. But their, who they were had no, it never affected why I wanted to date them or like, you yeah. know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I, you know, I have, good experience of kind of weighing into this topic just because I married a you know a white man <laughs> but I think like my 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 thing was a lot of my hesitance yeah was that I since I was raised in the valley there is it's like predominantly Hispanic like just yeah. everywhere you turn you will see most of the time Mexicans like just straight up and so 
obviously all I dated were Hispanics and like up until then all I kind of went for were Hispanics because that's what I grew up with that's what I was used to and my hesitance was a lot like very much like you know and mind you we had just kind of gotten out of like the Trump you know era and so me going into that and like Edith knows me from like college and I've Mm -hmm. always been like brown power down with the patriarchy and white supremacy and stuff like that (laughs) and so (laughs) and so like accepting that my man is white to I think took a lot of like internal conversations and stuff so for me it was like a a yeah big deal but that's because I grew up around a lot of Hispanics but I know that Mm -hmm. like your case is different because yeah yeah. where I grew up was mostly predominantly white even though like Houston's very diverse I feel like most of my friends growing up were maybe like Vietnamese American Mm -hmm. actually a lot of hyphenated kids like we're all products of being kids of immigrants Mm -hmm. so a lot of like Vietnamese Americans um one of my really good friends is Venezuelan um so yeah I think to me it's not so much like race but if they are willing and able to speak Spanish like to me that was mostly Mm -hmm. it and I know like we've talked about that I think with like with Kurt and like even now me with all icon I'm like so when are you going to, like, start your Duolingo? <laughs> what Spanish do you know? Like, um, are you willing yeah. to roll your R's? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, earlier you asked her, like, how do you say, what did you say? You're like, how do you say this? Michelada. Oh, yeah. Michelada. Say michelada, yeah. To me, yeah. sometimes I ask them, like, say this. And I'm like, oh, God, we're going to have to practice so hard before you know my family <laughs> in Mexico. Like, just because, like, to me, my family in Mexico is such a huge part of me mm-hmm. and where I spend my time. And so I want somebody who's able and willing to, like, also spend time with them. Yeah. And I'm not always – you know, you just kind of, like, you have that picture of what your partner looks like. Or, like – Ideal. Not – yeah, not what they look like, but them fitting into the picture. And that is, like, conversing with your family without you there or, like – Oh, him and so and so are gonna go get coffee. Or, well, I don't know. That's I get what you mean, though. Yeah. I feel like it's not really whatever they look like or yeah. who they are. It's just how they connect with your family. Yeah, and yeah. Your loved and ones. to me, that's like through yeah. language because that's the biggest obvious barrier. barrier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I have definitely seen that. Like my my family met her. I think pretty early on. I think for like the holidays, they like mm-hmm. were able to like meet him and stuff. Um, but since I, I think like the biggest thing for me was like his willingness to like interact with them. Like mm-hmm. not e- like he, he did try some, some of like the language learning apps and stuff. Yeah. And, um, he's starting to pick up like a lot of words and stuff. And like, I will translate and like, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes like the translating, I get lost in like the conversation sometimes so I'll, I will only translate like parts of the conversation and I'll forget to like translate yeah. <laughs> some of it but I don't do it on You're purpose yeah um but it's it's it, it gets to be a little bit hard sometimes but I think the main thing for me was like him like trying to interact with my family mm-hmm. like my mom is a lot more shy than my dad um, my dad and Kurt mostly talk about like possibly getting beer sometime, but they never <laughs> do. <laughs> hey, uh, but you know, like they both try to like in like 
hand signs and like laughing and like interacting in that way like playful way means a lot to me um because your parents don't speak english mm -mm, no they don't like not at all and so it it can be hard sometimes nada nada (laughs) not at all (laughs) um so it, it it can get hard sometimes like i know like in past relationships where like they didn't speak Spanish and they were Hispanic, like, they were like, oh, I don't have time for that at all. Yeah. Like, I have no time for that. Where he is more like, I'm open to learning because obviously I'm going to teach my my children Spanish. Um, so he either is going to get not to not know what we're talking about or he's going to learn Spanish. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like kind of what you're saying is like, it didn't matter. Oh, well, it's like, you you're you dating a white guy for the first time is also like what but then it kurt showed you he loved you in mm-hmm. the way that other past relationships oh had. yeah for sure for sure um so yeah but um so i guess like what are some things that you've learned i guess now since you've met his family yeah well it's or like any cultural and then like speaking of yeah like language well yeah even just they, his mom made this um, East African food and a curry and all this stuff. And it's like um, our other couple friend was there too. And they're, um, she's Indian and he's from Nepal. So there's a lot of like shared traditions and cultural um, similarities. Mm-hmm. But me, like, I'm very outsider, you know, like there's a lot of things where I notice where like okay I guess I can also be more intentional and learning more about his culture and like what my place is in that setting um versus me always thinking like when is he gonna learn Spanish you know (laughs) (laughs) um uh, I'm like dude come on (laughs) no but it's just interesting because I'm like I only know like, my, I have a limitation of what I know about his culture, too, mm-hmm. because, like, even, like, I mentioned earlier, like, he's from Canada, like, that's one thing. And then, like, his fam- his parents are from Tanzania, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. His grandparents are from India, that's another thing. So there's, like, so much there's that so I need levels. to, yeah, yeah. Uh, just yeah. to know about, like, uh, unpacking his, like, family history. Whereas, like, me, it's, like, we're so accustomed to knowing about the and I quote this, like, we don't really write because representation and, like, storytelling, but we know a general idea of, like, what the Mexican experience is like, mm-hmm. especially for immigrants or, like, first-generation mm-hmm. kids. So, like, he probably knows that from media. Maybe it's a little skewed, but still, like, for me, I don't really know. I don't have that equivalent for mm-hmm. his background. Right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's not that representation in yeah. TV that we tend to Definitely. see or anything. Yeah. So that's, yeah. like, one thing I noticed is, like, okay, I need to be, like, asking more questions. Yeah. I mean, I think even for, like, the, the religion aspect, too, like, yeah, the two religions are thing. so different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I can't, like, I have um, new clients, that and they are Muslim as well, and I'm, like, I need to do some, like, research because I have no idea what that religion specifically, like, you know, like, because I, wa- I want to be able to connect with the child if that's something that he sees very deeply, too. So yeah. um, I'm definitely going to do my homework and stuff. So, yeah, no, I know, because like, I think tomorrow they're going to the mosque, you know, and 
Um, and I supervised someone who is also a Muslim, and she fasted um, during Ramadan. And so I knew a little bit from, like, mm-hmm. interacting with other people, but I know, like, his family's um, – they more regularly go to mosque and stuff like that. So just, like, being more intentional of, like, knowing what I expect, I guess, mm-hmm. to be yeah. mindful of them if I go visit, you know, things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's so funny because as you're saying, like, us being mindful of, like, their traditions and stuff, I'm, like, reflecting. I'm, like, hmm, I feel like I need to be more mindful of certain things. Yeah, but like, uh, he doesn't eat pork. And that, to me, I'm, like, dude, I'm – I'm like, I didn't realize how much pork is in Mexican food. Like, carnitas, right. al pastor. Yes. I was like, what? Or sausage. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. Do and you I'm know like, that chorizo? pork is in marshmallows? What? Yeah, Speaking so like gluten, like they don't eat um, gummy bears. Marshmallows. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's not as strict with it. So okay, I'm like, but I didn't know this. <laughs> I remember one time my roommate made like beet pie. And I, I don't I remember what was in it. And I'm like. I brought him some, and I think he was really nice about it because we were only, we first started dating, and I think he didn't eat it in front of me. He's like, oh, I just ate, like, I'll eat it later. But now, like, thinking back, I'm like, oh, maybe he did that on purpose. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad, but I didn't know, you know? So yeah. there's, like, small details that I'm, like, still learning and trying to, like, okay, be more mindful yeah. of. Which I feel like that brings us to the next question, which is what are some things that you find easy and some are things that you find challenging? Um, not to be, like, sappy, but just in general, I feel like because we have such different backgrounds and with similar, like, we're first-generation kids, things like that, um, we have a lot in, like, maybe, like, parent dynamics and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that we have a lot of similarities that we can bond over. So just, like, becoming friends was really easy and just like having that foundation which is why I think our relationship is so solid Mm -hmm. that's come easy and just being goofy and just feeling safe and all of that yeah um hard I think more internally here I am like Girl, <laughs> this is called Corona, pero chingona. You this get is, to be as sappy as you want yeah. to in and this, this podcast. And this is a safe place. No, I know, I know. Be. But yeah. so, like, for me, what I've found hardest is just being more. Oh, God. It's okay. No, I know, I know. It's just, like, I've had to figure out a lot about, like, my family dynamic and, like, my parents yeah. and, like, my mom. And, like, I've been trying to, like, invite her more to know about my relationship because we don't have that type of relationship um I keep my life very separate whereas you're like very different you're very close and so telling them oh I'm dating somebody but like knowing like this is very serious is like oh god this is yeah I feel so awkward but I know it's just like me being uncomfortable with everything yeah this is where I'm like I cry for everything I don't get it no I think this is a valid thing I think it's just because I've been like more secure that I feel more okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so with your parents, they haven't met him yet? No. Not for, like, Galakotrain or anything. It's just that they live in Houston. They haven't. My mm-hmm. dad's works, like, off-site in other places. So he's, like, not home as often. And my mom's kind of, like, kind of the same. So 
they haven't come visit. I think they might come visit in a couple weeks, so they might um, potentially meet him. And I'm like, yeah, they they will, yeah. but still, like, um, and then yeah, but uh, what'd you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like wiping the tears off. If my they eyes. um they haven't met him yet. Yeah, no. no, yeah, yeah. And I feel like if you feel safe with him, it should be in a way of like, I feel like most parents have this idea of like. If my daughter, especially if you're the only child, yeah, is in a relationship. it's, it's gonna feel so much pressure, yeah. and that's like the uh-huh. first gen pressure yeah. you feel. It's like yeah. that times three because of like I'm only child, so it's like yeah. I've got to be like perfect because there's no like backup <laughs> plan. <laughs> there's no <laughs> one that can back me up in case I mess up. Yeah, um, yeah, because even my mom asked me one time, like my parents don't know I have tattoos because <laughs> I'm afraid of my parents, um, and I'm 30 years old. <laughs> the life of a Hispanic Latino. like oh do you have a tattoo uh i was like why like you're always so nosy i was like did my family like did my tias tell you because in mexico like they knew because i was like i'm close i feel closer or like safer to tell them more things so it's like of course you know you have like the fun hand you know yeah kind of thing so i was like did my tias tell you She's like, no, I just noticed, like, you always wear, like, long shirts. I'm like, well, one, you have the house so cold. Like, of course I'm wearing long sleeve inside. Right, blame it on the house. Uh, but, uh, um, and then, like, with not even, like, she didn't even breathe. She's like, well, um, does he, does Alicon stay? Oh, she calls him Morenito. So that's how I know she's already, like, about him because she gave him a nickname. Right. But she's like, does uh, he come over? Do you stay at his place? And I was like, dang why are you so nosy today like what are you what's going on um, love it and i was like why do you need to know and she's like you didn't deny it i know it's true and then she's like it's okay though uh you're you're getting older i'm glad you have companionship it's fine and i'm like okay what does that mean like are they like so are your parents like super traditional i wouldn't say the way i like describe it to people is how I think my parents immigrated here in a time that was more traditional. Like, they left that tradition mm-hmm. with oh, that tradition mindset. Mm-hmm. And then where they're from evolved, but they're still stuck in that mm-hmm. concept, you know, mm-hmm. because they didn't get to, like, I don't know, experience the world because they had to do life and find money and yeah. do stuff. So it's like, I get it, but it's also like, oh, here I am, like, trying to process and, like, parent them in a way or like yeah like teach them what yeah your knowledge of, of i'm things. like where we live is different the society that we're growing up with is very like not individual mindset and it's more let us roam like what you were talking about at the beginning of just figuring out that dynamic of leaving home and being okay of like letting my child explore and like grow up and make mm-hmm. mistakes on their own versus mm-hmm. coming to me to for help and all that yeah yeah i don't know man i'm telling you i've been like doing a lot of internal processing yeah that which is, is good lo- i think no i i definitely think i think i've always i always used to joke around and kind of have seriously say like i just want to get through my 20s because i know my 20s were gonna be like a shit show yeah and they were <laughs> um but i i definitely think that like in 20s you do a lot of growing yeah like not even like yes growing but i think even like realizing 
your dynamics with your parents and really it's like a very eye-opening process in your 20s I feel like yeah of like you're starting to like realize so many things that happened in your childhood maybe shouldn't have happened or maybe like understanding more of your parents um and seeing how those relationships affected you yeah at least like in my profession I think I was kind of forced into doing that because I am in a helping profession Mm -hmm. so we do a lot of that like digging in deep Mm -hmm. but like I think like the the 30s once you like realize all of that your 30s are like smooth sailing where you're like hopefully hopefully right that's the thing (laughs) hopefully that's that's the thing right where you're like kind of come to an accepting point of like this is what it is and this is what we have now and this is what we're gonna work towards but yeah I don't know where I was going with that but (laughs) I I mean I can relate with both of you because I am in a relationship where we have so many things in common just like coming back from like the background and everything Mm -hmm. but growing up I can definitely agree with you Shelly and like a lot of things just in being so many different but I am happy to hear that your parents are still like in a way of like open-minded about it of like oh my daughter is dating someone I think it's like my perception of who they are versus like who maybe they are actually Mm -hmm. and I'm still trying to like peel the onion yeah, like their perception of them when you were a child, yeah. sort of. Because I haven't lived at home for like maybe. Yeah, I and don't just know. keep in mind that you're also the only child slash oldest and youngest, so you have so high expectations of what you should be for yeah. your parents. Yeah, which I mean, I feel like also being so hard on yourself with what. Like, what you should be or who should you be look dating? At a, look at us being therapists <laughs> and shit on our podcast. But I am so happy to hear about you and your relationship. And yeah. I am so excited to hear with this relationship i know we're gonna you, like, we're gonna have to get you in next year around this time so you can give us an update <laughs> give us a recap and like not even a recap just like an update of how everything is going because yeah. i feel like this is something very important in our latino like latino community just because mm-hmm. a lot of latinos are so afraid to like date outside of our culture just because of like el que dirán or like yeah or oh i was i was like even sorry to interrupt you um even like when we go home and stuff i am so protective of kurt of mm-hmm. like if if one of my cousins says something and i'm just like why are you making fun of him or yeah. like you know of that because he doesn't know what they're saying because they're talking yeah. in spanish so like i tend to be very protective yeah. of him when i go home i'm like and I feel like we okay. should learn to be open to, like, now we're in, like, 2023. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. it's normal to date outside your culture, outside your race or whatever yeah. it is. And um, thank you for sharing your experience. Yeah. And thank you for sharing everything, like, you know, your relationship. Um, <laughs> do you have any advice for any other couples out there who are in an interracial relationship as you? Um... I guess to me, like, for me, it's, like, being okay and asking questions and having those vulnerable conversations about your background and, like, mm-hmm. the impacts that it has, like, or even the your the parents, right? Because, like, to me, it's, like, I carry so much weight of, like, what my parents think and that translates to our relationship. So mm-hmm. being able to give each other grace, too, in terms of, hey, have patience with me. I'm figuring my shit out and yeah. 
I love you, but I need you to, like, give me space so I can, like, process mm-hmm. how this yeah. makes me feel or whatever. Yeah. And it seems like he's a very, like, Mindful like person. patient yeah, person. Yeah, he's, like, the healthiest person I've met. And oh, I'm, I'm like, so he's that. a goofball. He's, like, such a dork. And it's, Are like, we to dating me, the same person? I, like, to me, <laughs> to me I'm, I'm like, that. that's so, I'm, like, I would end up with, like, a nerd, you know? Um, but I need that. I think, like, it, it matches, like, who I am at my core. Yeah. And so it makes sense that we're, like, together. But even though I make fun of him for it sometimes. Um, <laughs> but it works out, like, yeah. in the end. I'm, I'm so happy that you I found someone. I am very happy. Like, yeah, he's I, very sweet. I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. I can't wait for him to, like, hear this episode and be like, oh, you think I'm sweet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know that I'm going to give him the link to this. <laughs> That's exactly the face I just made. <laughs> I will find you, Ali Khan, and I will send you the link. I promise you. <laughs> we will find you. Oh, yeah. Edith is like, a, like she is very like well-known in our like friend group to be the You're person. The FBI agent? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's the FBI agent. Like, I'll find she's him. great. Yeah. She's found, she's found so many people we weren't able to at some point. Please, guys, don't be no, scared. I know. <laughs> Back in college, I think we would be talking about like some like random guy or whatever, and we were like, we can't find this. And then like Edith would be like, hold on. <laughs> She'd like go on her phone for like a minute and then find them immediately. <laughs> so oh. skills, FBI, please contact me. <laughs> so yeah. But thank um, you so much, Shelly. Yeah, yeah, thanks this, for inviting me. This, this was, was amazing. Sweet. Yeah. So now nice. you guys are like chat and meet. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're like so cool. <laughs> you're like so cool. I just want to be your friend. Can like we sit with you <laughs> during lunch? Everyone's invited into their open space. Yeah, they use this. Yeah. Well, okay. make sure you follow Shelly on her social if she's okay with you guys following. Yeah. yeah. At Shelly Denise with one S. In Instagram? Yeah. Is that all you got? Per. I mean. I mean, a Facebook. I mean, oh, what I do people use, use now? Anything. I don't Anything. use Twitter anymore. Okay. I use Facebook for my familia. <laughs> I know that's the only reason I do it is because my Mexican family. Yeah. Okay. okay. I use WhatsApp. Uh, okay. WhatsApp. <laughs> me too. Send me your stickers. El WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll we'll plug you on our page as well. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys for listening. This was such an amazing episode. It was. Uh, thank you, Shelly, and hope to have you again in our podcast. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hope mm-hmm. everyone enjoys Shelly's story and information and everything. Reach out to her if you have any questions about anything that you heard us say tonight. And yeah, hope you guys hear us mm-hmm. in our next episode. And make sure you guys follow us on our socials at Yorona Pero Chingona Pod on Instagram at lpc underscore pod on twitter or any of our socials and yeah. just remember que aquí si, si lloramos, lloramos.